It's Halloween time again, and we got all your favorite costumes, decorations, and more at the Northland Pop-Up Halloween Store. Why dress up as the usual witches, pop stars, and axe murderers when you can scare up the holiday the Northland way? We got all your favorite costumes that seem normal to other people but'll scare local folks right out of their wits. Some of our most popular costumes include new neighbor you've never met before. Howdy, I just moved from St. Peter. Can I borrow your lawnmower? Teenage daughter's new boyfriend who talks gibberish. I'm like skipping college to focus on my TikToks. Also, I'm a trance DJ. Idiot brother-in-law who thinks he knows fishing but doesn't. Now, before you tie that minnow on a jig, you gotta add about three mini marshmallows, a little ball of peanut butter, and spray it all with Lysol and deer musk. And scariest of all, the oversharing dental hygienist. Open a little wider, please. Huh? Ugh, such a urinary tract infection I have. Uh-huh. I swear. It's like I've got fire ants down there. Uh-huh. Of course, a uh, little wider, please. Uh-huh. Of course, my boyfriend doesn't care. He just digs around in there like he's looking for buried treasure. And if you're looking to be a little naughty this Halloween, we got a whole rack of sexy costumes to get you all the attention you can possibly stand. Like sexy deer. I'm in season. Sexy walleye. Jig my minnow, big boy. Even sexy goalie. Everything rhymes with puck. And if you spend more than 50 bucks at the Northland Halloween pop-up store, we'll throw in the scary sounds of the Northland CD for your listening pleasure. It's got all the scary sounds, like the noise your father-in-law makes when he's watching you in the garage. Or the noise your mother-in-law makes while she's watching you in the kitchen. And the visiting pastor asking for testimonies while staring right at you. Stand up and confess their sins. Is it you, my son? Yes, the Northland Halloween pop-up store. Everything half price on November 1st, switching to the magic of Christmas with Jesus pop-up. No happy holiday store on November 2nd. Too bright. The only book like guaranteed to blind children trying to soap your windows presents Lance Manley, Library Detective. Crazy thing about libraries, they get all kinds of books. That's kind of the point, actually. A story for every reader and a reader for every story. Or so says my boss, Effie Standish, head librarian. Which isn't to say librarians don't have their preferences. Take Effie, for example. She'll read young adult drivel and crass commercial cash grabs without batting an eye. But there is one category that boss lady refuses to touch. That, believe it or not, is the horror story. So you can only imagine how I felt when our little bibliotheque developed a spook problem of its own. And I had to put together an ad hoc Hardy Boys Nancy Drew team to deal with it. We'll be back to Lance Manley in just a moment. But first, friends, Halloween is nearly here. And for many, is a joyous occasion filled with fun and frivolity. Might be just the opportunity foreign elements need to invade your home and steal your family. The line between childish prank and open warfare is a thin one. So this Halloween, don't trust your neighborhood delinquents to know when enough is enough. Stop them in their tracks with the All Hallows' Eve package from Too Bright. Illuminate your home and blind neighborhood children with two 50 million candle power jack-o'-lanterns to go along with our ghost decoration that shoots high-powered lasers capable of singeing human flesh. Yes, this year, make sure that only the most innocent trick-or-treaters step onto your property with the only security package of its kind available without a permit. The All Hallows' Eve package from Too Bright. 
Look for our station wagon with the missing taillight down by the docks and have cash ready. Too bright, because they're all laughing at you, you know. Now back to Lance Mandley, Library Detective. Holidays are a special time at most libraries. Decorations go up, bowls of candy appear, only of the non-sticky variety, of course, and this staff selection shelf features the best of Stephen King and H.P. Lovecraft. But rubber spiders and hair-raising narratives were not the norm around our library due to Boss Lady Effie's aforementioned aversion to books about things that go bump in the night. But not everyone in the building shared Effie's opinion of the horror genre. In fact, Nora Diamond, girl cataloger, was positively crazy for the subject. And guess who was stuck square in the middle? About the only good thing about this little seasonal feud was that it encouraged Nora to hang around my office trying to win me over to her side. On the afternoon it all started, she had her gorgeous gams up on my desk, and even with spiderweb-printed stockings, she was severely testing my neutrality. I just don't get it, Lance. Well, if you want it, doll face, all you have to do is ask. What? What? Uh, never mind. We were talking about Effie, right? Yes. I mean, who doesn't love Halloween? Well, she let you decorate the joint, didn't she? And she let you wear that witchy outfit for story time. Well, what witchy outfit? This is just a black pencil skirt. That bewitches me plenty. And the pumpkin earrings set off your eyes just so. Oh, you're sweet. But the point is, it's hard to get into the holiday spirit when the boss is stomping around like a mountain troll. Cut her some slack. Our fearless leader would just as soon skip the spooky season and go straight to Christmas. Yes, but why? Mystery to me, dollface. I just know she gets like this every October. When the rest of us are reading Something Wicked This Way Comes, she's digging into much lighter fare. I saw her thumbing through a Hallmark Channel novelization the other day. Oh, that's truly frightening. Indeed. But asking about this particular rumpus goes against my personal rule to remain employed. Coward. Yeah. Guilty. Now, how about we talk about where I'm taking you to dinner tonight? Hmm, go on. Mel's Diner has a whole Halloween buffet. Mel's changing the menu? No, but he's given everything a disgusting name and added green food coloring. Well, I'll try it. Honestly, Lance, at this point, I'd appreciate anything spooky. Lance! Doghouse? This is a private office. Knock next time. Oh, relax, Lance. It's not that private. It was gonna be private. (laughs) No, it wasn't. Now, Doghouse, what's wrong? You look white as a ghost. The the, the, the basement. Well, what about it? Lance, Miss Diamond, you just gotta come see. You won't believe it, but I think our library is haunted. Doghouse Riley was a pretty good janitor and a fantastic snitch who had contacts all over town. I teamed up with them more than once to bring all kinds of nefarious types to justice, which is why I was pretty surprised to see his knees knocking in double time over an idea as silly as a ghost. So, Nora and I followed a pale and quaking doghouse downstairs to the basement where he led us to a particularly dark corner. It was currently home to some dusty furniture and a section of the old card catalog. The one light bulb overhead was burned out, and the next closest source of illumination was 50 feet away. If I was a ghost, this was exactly the kind of spot I'd do my haunting. These thoughts I kept to myself as Doghouse pointed a quivering finger into the gray gloom and whispered. It it was there. Right there. What was? Hamlet's pappy? Oh, hush, Lance. Go on, Doghouse. What'd you see? 
An ethereal figure in white. Oh, what? Oh, quiet. Go on. She was standing right there, reaching for that middle drawer in the old card catalog. MN to MR. And then what happened? Well, I didn't see her so good at first, so I cleared my throat like I was going to tell her patrons weren't allowed down here. Uh Uh-huh. And then she looked at me. Oh, and Mr. Diamond, I'll never forget those eyes. Glowing red they was. And her hair. It was kind of flowing around her head like it was underwater or something underwater. And then she opened her mouth as if to scream. Yes. And then what? She was just gone. And that's when I run upstairs to tell Lance I run. And it's a good thing you did, doghouse. Otherwise, who'd drive you to the doctor to have your head examined? Lance! Oh, well, I'm sorry, Nora, but do you really think that flimsy excuse for a ghost story passes muster? Well, if you were better read, you'd know there's more things in heaven and earth than dreamt of in your philosophy, Horatio. Uh, who's Horatio? I'll pay her no mind, doghouse. We should just ignore her. For one dish I cannot abide is my lady tongue. What? I am sick when I do look upon thee. Shrew. Cream-faced loon. Kate and Bonnie Kate, and sometimes Kate the Cursed. Stop it, both of yous. What's the matter, doghouse? You don't like it when Mommy and Daddy use Shakespeare to fight? I'm okay with it, but I don't think she is. <gasps> you, you see her, right? You see her? Yes, I see her. Who is she? I don't know, but as far as I'm concerned, she can hang out in the basement all she wants. What do you think, Lance? Lance? Oh, God's wounds, he's petrified. Uh, Hey, 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 lady. You can't be down here, okay? I I said you can't be down here, okay? I know what you're thinking, and you can stop thinking it. I was not scared. After all, there is no such thing as ghosts. So when I saw the figure of an old woman, glowing white, slightly transparent, and floating about six inches above the floor, I was not scared of her. I was just surprised. Surprised, yeah, that's it. I I was shocked at seeing such a vision that looks so much like a ghost that I kind of, sort of, like I'd seen a ghost, but I haven't, because they don't exist. I just screamed and ran out of the basement because I wanted a drink. The old nerves were a bit frayed by that, whatever it was, and I thought it was time to visit the bottle in my desk drawer. Turns out Doghouse and Nora agreed, because when my wits returned, I found the three of us in my office, paper cups of bourbon in hand. No one said anything for a while. Finally, I broke the ice with one of my famous bon mots. I looked at Nora and said, uh, 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 Yeah. That's right. Right it is. I don't, um... No, I don't either. Well, Doghouse, Lance owes you an apology. What? Well, you didn't believe him. He said there was a ghost, and you said he should have his head examined. Well, yeah, but that was just because I... Yes? That was just because... There ain't no such things as ghosts, and whatever we saw down there has a logical explanation. Lance! Nora, do you think there's a ghost? Well, I... I think it's important that we support Doghouse. So you don't believe it, Miss Diamond? Well, I mean, I saw something. Oh. No, no, I did see something. I swear I did. I, I just... I'm not sure. You just don't think it was a ghost? 
Well, it was certainly scary. That's all right. I understand I does. You two ain't been here as long as me, so you don't know about her. About who? The Lady of the Stacks. Penelope Crow, her name was. Only everybody called her Penny called her. She was librarian here way back. 1800s, maybe. Story was, she was a single lady, just like librarians always used to have to be back in the day. Only this logger named Big Jake like-liked her. Courtin', they used to call it. Anyways, this logger wanted to marry Penny Crow, but said she had to give up a job at the library. Said no wife of his would work full-time. Improper, he called it. Penny loved him something fierce, but didn't want to give up the library. She was second in command and hoped to move up to director someday, she hoped. But she just kind of bided her time, hoping to convince him. But then Jake found someone else and married her. They say Penny died of a broken heart. Not long after that, the sightings started. Sightings? The woman in white, floating among the stacks. Occasionally books would be moved around too, and let me tell you, if you're in this building late at night, you hear things. Not to mention Miss Standish's story. What story is that, Doghouse? Well, she'll never admit it, but a few years back, I found her locked in her office one morning, white as a sheet. She'd been working overnight, getting a city audit ready. Looked scared to death, but wouldn't say why. When she left to take the audit to City Hall, I found a book of local ghost stories on her desk, open to the page about Penny Crow. Now our boss won't stay in this building after dark. Doghouse, let me ask you something. Sure, Lance. You say this story's written down? Yeah, there's a couple famous haunting-type books that bring it up. So it's public knowledge? More or less. I mean, it's not famous-like, but public, sure. So, what are you thinking, Lance? I don't know yet, dollface, but there's more to this story than long-lost library love. I've been called a lot of things over the years, but a romantic... Not even Nora would go that far. Which was probably why the idea I had was the idea I had. Okay, I admit that spectral vision we all saw in the basement got to me. A little bit, maybe. But with a little distance and two and a half bourbons in me, my vision began to clear. What were the chances that the spook I saw was of the supernatural variety and not something more mundane, like special effects? Fact was, the people who dress up their houses for Halloween were so numerous these days, a fairly major industry had grown up around them. The mechanical ghosts and ghoulies you could buy rivaled anything the picture shows put out. Animatronics, holograms, you name it. So who's to say our problem came not from beyond the grave, but COD. I screwed my courage to the sticking place and marched back to the basement with a too-bright portable unit. That monster book light lit up the whole hallway where we'd seen the lady in white. And after a half an hour of peeking into every nook and cranny, I came up with exactly nothing. But even that was telling. Whoever had put together the supernatural slideshow had good gear. I went back to my office to plan my next move, but I wasn't there five minutes when Nora burst through the door. Lance, you won't believe it. This week, I'd believe anything, Angel. What's the rumpus? Well, the front page of the Daily News. Library reports haunting... Patrons petrified. Did you tell the news? I know you're chummy with that reporter. Who? Terry Lennox? I haven't seen Terry in weeks. She got sore with me after I gave her a bum steer on that Poodle Springs hoodoo. Well, someone told the papers, and I can't believe Doghouse would do it. You're right. And I know Boss Lady wouldn't have told anyone. 
She'd just as soon stay out of the papers until her obituary. Well, sounds like you gotta smooth things over with your buddy, Lance. She's our only lead. Hey, who's the detective around here? Oh, I'm wrong, am I? Uh, I wish, Dollface, but you got brains. Yes, you have. Yeah? Lennox, it's Manly. Oh, is it? You got a lot of nerve calling me, Lance. Now take it easy. Sure, I'll take it easy, and you can take it and shove it right up I your... said, take it easy. I'm not taking advice from you, Manly. You and I are through. Well, that's a shame, because I heard about a pony in the fifth race they've been holding back. What pony? Pumpkin King. He was looked pretty good last spring, but he's been running out the money for months now. Rumor is they've been holding him back for the big race on Saturday waiting for the odds to get nice and fat, and then cleaning up on a big bet. That's illegal. So tell a cop. Why are you telling me this? I need your help, Terry. And can I remind you I gave that tip before asking? Sure you did. And the last time I listened to one of your tips, I ended up getting chewed out. My editor had me on wedding announcements for a week. So why don't you just... Fine, fine. Just tell me go to blazes. Hang up the phone and... Forget all about that horse. Last time I checked, he was 50 to 1. 50 to 1, huh? That's right. You could clean up on odds like that. Yeah. All right. What do you want? Who's the scribbler responsible for the library ghost story on page 1? <laughs> oh, that? Some intern or other. No real reporter would touch it. Then how's it right above the fold? Don't ask me. We usually run those Halloween fluff pieces in the lifestyle section... Could be your boss upset an editor around here. How can you upset someone if you never talk to him? You upset me plenty, Lance. Thanks for the horse. That's it? Your only theory is Effie Standish has enemies. Gee, I'm sorry, Lance. I thought you were a detective. Do you need me to spell it out for you? I didn't know anyone at your paper could spell, Terry. Hardy, har, har. We go back, you and I, so I'll give you one last hint. Yeah? You want to know about the ghost story? Just read it in the papers. <laughs> Terry. Terry. Well, nuts. You heard? Yeah, I heard. No soap, huh? None. That typewriter jockey is on my no contact list. You know what she told me? Read the papers, she said. Like that's a clue. Read the papers. Well, hang on, Lance. Our mystery revolves around the fact that the library's ghost story got better than normal coverage, right? Right. Okay, then why would that happen? Why would the newspaper's editor give it such big play? Well, maybe to get back at me, or you, or Effie. On the other hand, maybe. Give me that paper. What is it? Just a second. There! A full-page ad? Yeah. And another one. And another one yet. But they're all different businesses, Lance. Sure they are. Businesses I've never seen advertised in the news before. And I bet if we do a little digging, I bet we'll find our connection. Which was exactly what Nora and I did. I called in a couple of favors, she chatted up an old friend at the Better Business Bureau, and in an hour we had a solid theory. What came next was a plan, which didn't come to either of us until after dinner and a very nice bottle of wine. So the next night, right after closing time, a trap was laid in the basement. 
Doghouse and I were huddled up the stairs while Nora just stood a few feet away, staring at the mysterious corner. You ready to go in, Dollface? Yeah. I think, yeah. You ain't nervous, are you? There's nothing to be afraid of, after all. Oh, there's plenty to be afraid of, Lance. We don't really know what the heck's going on. Maybe we should call it off. Call it off? Not on your life, Doghouse. This is our chance to clear the library's good name and help our boss sleep better. You got those welder's glasses? Right here. All right. Keep them ready. And move slow now. Oh, here goes. How how do you know this is going to work, Lance? It's not a sure thing, Doghouse. But my gut tells me we're on the right track. Besides, other than a frayed nerve, I don't think Nora's in any real danger. Well, frayed nerve can lead to heart attack or stroke, Ken. You're a real ray of sunshine, Doghouse. Aw, thanks, Lance. All right, she's in position. What do we do now? We wait and we get ready. Now? Hold on. What do you want? Now? Just wait. Just tell me what you want. Now! Golly! All right, ghost. How about a little light on the subject? Uh, what in the blazes? Put out that cancer to light, you fool. You'll blind me. You first, pal. Make with the exorcism. Or maybe I should move this light a little bit closer. No, no, for pity's sake, no. There, yeah, now would you please? Thank you. Cyrus Amazon? Just as I suspected. Very well, you caught me. But you shouldn't hit people with that light, Manly. You could blind a person. What, this little thing? It's just a book light. Smallest one too bright makes, too. But let's not confuse the window dressing for the plot. What are you doing in our basement? Well, this is a public library, is it not? Employees only down here, bub. Besides, last time I checked, you didn't even have a card. Part of your ongoing war against public libraries. Socialist fiddle-faddle. My website has all the books the public needs. At premium prices, of course. What's that in your hand, Amazon? Not a thing. Something, I think. Got it. Vixen, give me that back. It's a remote, Lance. Just as we thought. Your website sells a lot of Halloween decorations, don't it, Amazon? I wouldn't know. I'm more in the finance division. Well, we do know. Because we checked it out. And this particular adornment is a top seller. You snuck into our basement, set up the lady in white, flashed doghouse a couple of times, then snuck out before we could investigate. Well, it is Halloween. What's a prank between friends? Hardly a prank when you use your influence at the newspaper to undermine the library. How many kitties and old ladies would give us the air if they thought a spook was on the premises? This is just another attempt to shut us down, isn't it? Nothing of the kind. I can see my jest in the spirit of the holiday was ill-received, so I shall part company with you. Good evening. Wait just a minute. Let him go, Angel. We won this round. And for a character like Cyrus Amazon, there's nothing scarier than losing to a couple of public servants. Ah! Nora had fire in her eyes watching Amazon walk away. But I knew our battle wasn't going to be won in a single day. The important thing was, the real creep in the library was exercised right out the door and into his chauffeured Bentley. Boss Lady almost smiled when I made my report the next morning. Almost. But she has been a lot more agreeable to the holiday decorations after that. That made Nora happy as she got to trot out her impressive collection of costumes. I don't mind telling you, Sexy Railwolf was a favorite of mine. 
And as for Doghouse, he steered clear of that corner of the basement for a while, and didn't complain much when I offered to help him replace that broken light bulb. By and by, things settled back to normal. But I gotta admit, I don't like being in the building after dark no more. So, if you'll excuse me, I have to go someplace too bright. Right, the only book light scarier than communism has brought you Lance Manley, Library Detective. Lance Manley, Library Detective, star Justin Kapla as Doghouse Riley and Cyrus Amazon. Ayla McIntosh was Nora Diamond. Caleb Silvers is Lance Manley, Library Detective. Script and direction by Jeffrey Adams based on characters suggested by Thomas Perkins IV. One more hand for Lance Manley. This is Jeff from the Icebox Radio Theater cutting in here real briefly to ask for your help. We need your assistance to make this station and this radio theater better. And to that end, we have established a permanent survey at our website. That's at iceboxradio.org. Just go to that website and you can find the survey link across the top of the page there. And uh, go to that link and fill out the survey. It should only take a couple of minutes. And it just gives us a little bit of information about you and also about your preferences concerning audio drama and podcasting. Again, that website, iceboxradio.org. And just click on the survey link to participate today. Thank you so much. And now let's return to the stories. 